Welcome to this green church. We're a Christian community on a mission to raise saviors, believers that are righteous and supernatural, to succeed, lead, and have transformational societal impact. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. and Wednesday at 6 p.m. to be a part of this amazing service. Be blessed as you listen. Father, we give you all the praise. It is you that works in us to will and to do of your good pleasure. Thank you. For we have this treasure in 18 verses. That the center of the power might be of you and not of us. We give you all the praise for the miracles, for the testimony that is your doing in our lives. It is your doing. And we give you all the praise. It is your doing. It is your doing. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. And have our seats. Amen. Glory, glory, glory. Yeah, Stronger, part four. We've come a long way, right? Yeah, glory to Jesus. Stronger, part four. Stronger in faith. Stronger in faith. Stronger in faith. Mark 11, 25. Mark 11, 22 to 25. Mark 11, 22 to 25. Who's that child crying there? Whose son is that? Hallelujah. Are we there? Mark 11, 22 to 25. Can I say I'm there? Or stays on the screen? Yeah, more like it. All right. Want to go? Have faith in God. Jesus answered. All right. Truly, I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, go, throw yourself into the sea, and does not doubt in their heart, but believes that what they say will happen, it will be done for them. 24. Therefore, I tell you, Whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. We can stop there. So number one, faith is not something we get. It is something we have. Faith is not something we get. It is something we have. In fact, the Bible here says more, more accurately, have the God kind of faith. Have the God kind of faith. So faith is not something, follow me closely, something we get. Faith is something we have. Hallelujah. And you notice that after Christ and resurrected and church began, nowhere again were we told to, to have faith. We are told more, more, like, more accurately that we have faith. We're no longer told to have faith. We are told that we have faith. So faith is something we have, not something we get. Hallelujah. So if you are a child of God, you have faith. You're a faith child of a faith God. Amen. Romans 12.3. Romans 12.3. Romans 12.3. You have faith. All right? Want to go? Are we together? Okay, let's go get on the screen. Want to go? For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith that God has devoted to each. So each of us received faith. He calls it a measure of faith. So, when we became saved, God gave you faith. Hallelujah. The believer has faith. So you don't, you, don't, you don't get to say, I don't have faith. No, you have faith. Hallelujah. Are we together this morning? Ephesians 1.15. Ephesians 1.15. I want to show you clearly that you have faith. All right? Ephesians 1.15. Ephesians 1.15. Make it faster. 
Ephesians 1, 15. Look at this. Once we go, for this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's... Right to the church in Ephesians, okay? It says, I heard about your faith. The believer has faith. Colossians 1. Colossians 1, 4. Once we go, because we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love you have for all God's people. You see that? We have faith. The believer has faith and love. You have, you have faith and love. It is your nature. It's the nature of the of new creation in Christ. To have faith and love. But not trying to have faith. We have faith. Second Peter 1.1. 1, 1. Second Peter 1.1. 1, 1. Someone say, I have faith. Yeah. Second Peter 1.1. 1, 1. Second Peter 1.1. 1, 1. Waiting on you. All right. Once we go, Simon Peter is servant and apostle of Jesus Christ to those who righteousness of God and people of Jesus Christ has received a faith as precious as ours, or like precious faith. So Peter is saying that you and I and him and Paul and John and that the Jew, and bishop, and anybody else, says we have received like precious faith. So every believer has faith. So don't ever say again, I don't have faith. You lied. That's a bold-faced lie. Amen. Every believer has faith. All right? Faith is like a muzzle that we all have. But muzzles can grow and be more efficient. Amen. But we all have that muzzle. But the muzzle can get to grow. Hallelujah. So what we should do is we should all learn to grow our faith muzzle. We all have this muzzle, but for all of us, it's not all grown to the same level of, of, of efficiency. Some of us have never used that faith before. We've never used it before. So it's there, but it's just an exercise. It's just there. Hallelujah. So our faith can grow. Second Thessalonians 1.3. We have faith. We are told that our faith grows. All right? One, two, go. Want to go on the screen, students, all right? Want to go. We ought always to thank God for you, brothers and sisters, and rightly so. Why? Because your faith is growing more and more, and the love all of you have for one another is increasing. You see that? He says, your faith grows exceedingly. Your faith grows more and more. So also is your love. Is that not interesting? That if faith is really growing, love should be growing. There is no faith growth without love growth. We know faith is growing by, by, by the result of faith, not by, not by your talks. We know the faith is working by the result of your faith. And because faith works by love, the only way faith can get more results is by love, is by your love also growing likewise. So it's why as your faith grows, your love is also growing. It's a, it's a must. All right? Your faith grows, your love grows. So as you grow in faith, also grow in love. Every faith man is a love man. Every faith man is a man of love. Not I love you, babe. That one day, but that's not the point. All right? The God kind of love. Love that forgives. Love that loves everybody. Not just your girlfriend or your boyfriend. You know, amen. Or your husband or your wife. Or your children. Amen. All right? But we'll see here clearly, okay, that we have faith, but our faith gets to grow. So is your faith growing. Faith is not something we get. It is something we have and we grow. Hallelujah. First, first Timothy 4, 8 to 10. First Timothy 4, 8 to 10. The way we grow our physical muscle exercise. So also we must apply ourselves to grow our faith. Amen. You realize that we don't grow muscles by mistake. We don't grow muscles by mistake. Please help me. Who grow muscles by mistake? You just by chance saw that by mistake. No, now you are doing something. 
you were carrying, that you were doing something. Either you were carrying weight, without, you were carrying something, shall you were doing something. Not that just woke up and found Moses. You were doing something. Please now, am I lying? You were doing something. Eh. You may not plan to grow your muscle, but it is something that was growing your muscle. Maybe you're eating differently, a different kind of meal, or you're carrying, you know, there's no time in your house or in a lag. You're not carrying, you know, 250 liter cake too every morning. You are doing something. Glory to Jesus. So, also, you know, there's a way to grow our faith. And if we can care not to grow our physical muscles, how much more so to grow our faith muscles? Hallelujah. Growing our faith muscles gives us a lot more rewards than physical muscles. Amen. So we must all give, you know, even more attention to growing faith muscles. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Okay? Growing your faith muscles has much more rewards. You know, when people fall sick, they can lose their muscles. They, they beat for one year in two weeks. Two weeks is gone. It's gone. So that's the muscle you are building. It's at the mercy of your faith muscle. <laughs> so that when things want to happen, that can steal that physical muscle away, your faith muscle can repel it. Someone say amen. amen. Glory to Jesus. So all of us at Salvation, we received a measure of faith. So if you are saved, come on, you have faith. So you don't pray for faith. God, give me faith. Please stop, you're embarrassing me. God, give me faith. Okay. That's not how it works. We don't pray for faith. We grow the faith muscle. Glory to Jesus. And when you say you don't have faith, even the one you have gone, you're making it weaker. Philemon 1.6. We don't pray for faith. What we do is to build our faith, you know, by filling ourselves with God's word and by practice. We build our faith by filling ourselves with God's word and by practice. Philemon 1.6. Give me NKJV. NKJV. All right. Want to go? That the sharing of your faith may become effective how? By the acknowledgement of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. It says your faith becomes effective by you acknowledging, by you understanding the things yours in Christ. Not the things that will be yours, but the things already yours because you are in Christ. So your faith produces by knowledge. Glory to Jesus. So we should grow our faith by acknowledging the things ours in Christ. Romans 10, 17. Romans 10, 17. Romans 10, 17. Consequently, give me NKJV again. I, like, I, want, to, I want it to stand, you know, old school. NKJV. You know, NKJV is old and new school. New old school. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. The NKJV tries to, tries to um, give you a word for word as much as possible. A word for word. NIV does meaning for meaning. And I've tried to do meaning for meaning. I can try to do word for. So I like both. I read with both. I study with both. All right? It says, so faith. So then, faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. So this is how it works. You know, we got saved by hearing. So the faith we received at first came by hearing God's word. So also, the faith grows by hearing God's word. Faith comes by hearing. Faith grows by hearing. The word of God is faith food. The word of God is faith food. So the man that will grow his faith must be somebody that is studying, that sits with God's word. Man will not live by bread alone, right? Because bread fits the body, right? So man will not live by bread alone, but man must eat bread, sir. That's why he says, not live by bread alone. But what? But by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Because the way, the way um, physical food builds your body, so also spiritual food, the word of God, builds your spirit, builds your faith. Hallelujah. The just shall live by faith. The way human beings live by feeding. Okay, the just shall live by faith. Hallelujah. So we must pay, you know, attention, you know, to feel our faith strong. We grow our faith by the word. The word is faith food. This is so important, guys. If we live by faith and faith grows by the word, 
makes it even more important that we are deliberate about growing our faith by feeding on God's word. If the, only, if the way our lives turn out to depend on God's word, then we depend on our faith. Children, we then care, you know, so much to ensure that our faith is growing stronger and stronger so we can get more and more and more results. If your faith will shape your outcomes, what are you doing to grow that faith? Hallelujah. If your faith is shaping your life, what are you doing to ensure that your faith is growing more effectively? See, we have to help ourselves to undo some thinking. This thinking that God will do anything for us is a lie. This thinking that I can get away with just live my life anyhow, and by, just by chance things will work well, is a lie. This thing that I can just, you know, casually live my spiritual life and my father loves this to just work is a lie. We all get what we put in. We all getting what we put in. So what you get next is what you are putting in now. So you cannot casually, you know, just do life and do your spiritual life. You work with God. You know, it's, a, it's an African thinking. What will be we be now? It go better now. You know, we are a very good better people. We are a very good better. Oh, we don't know, but it go better. Many of us also that work with God are low-key, go better. Low-key. How you succeed in life? Mm. How you living else? Uh, I'll be fine. What are you doing about it? Nothing, no. But, eh. doesn't work that way. There must be a consciousness in applying yourself to growing your faith. People have worked out of big issues that people, that, you know, just by learning how faith produces. People have been told that they have days to live and they did not die. Not by chance. This is not, that's the problem. It's not chance. It's not chance. Your work with God is not a matter of chances, it's a matter of choices. Not chances, it's not random. Men have been told this sickness will, will finish you. They've been told, go and prepare your, just prepare to go. They didn't work out by chance. That's the point. They, they didn't get healed by chance. People got healed by applying themselves to grow their faith muscles. And it's even better that we don't wait till we need, till we need strong faith. For we have learned strong faith. Glory to Jesus. I'd like to share an taking story. He was 17 or so when he was told he was going to die. He was going to die. Everybody said, he checked all the best doctors, doctors available in America. And he said, this guy is going to go. That, that situation, not seen, it's going to go. In fact, emojis came and, and told, you know, told their parents, just prepare. This guy, pastors were telling them that it's going to go. And they said with piety, it's God's will, it's just, it's going to go. In fact, on that sick bed, he went a few times. Yeah. Glory to Jesus. But he began to learn faith. He just knew that I should not die yet. I will not die. And he began to see that was not enough for him to not die. That feeling of I don't have to die yet is not enough. He has to go and learn. You know, when, when he passed the second time, you know, he, he, he saw, I think he said he, 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 saw, he saw God and the angel tell him that no, it's not time for him to die. It's not time for him to die. That doesn't keep him alive. That will not keep him alive. That God said so does not keep him alive. I get my point here. He asked, he had to go and learn how to stay alive. So he began to learn. You just knew that the answer would be in the Bible. So he picked his Bible, started from Matthew because you know he didn't, have, he didn't have time to start from Genesis. He had a short time to live now. So common sense says start from the new. Common sense now. Say start from so he picked up man and began, began to just looking for solutions. Now go to Mark 11 that says if you believe. And you say, you'll be well. Hallelujah. That is what he practiced that got him out from the sickbed. He could have died. After he got from sickbed, he began to go, began to, go to school. But he, he was still fragile, lean, and all that, you know, on, on low strength. And they told him at school, don't bother coming now. As in, you don't look, you can fall down and die. People thought he would fall down and just pass. But he said, if I am healed, 
Then I should do, I should, I should like I'm healed. If I'm healed, I go to school. I be mean, people that are well go to school. So it will go every day by faith to school. It's not going to willpower. He said it's not willpower. It is faith. They told him in school, see, if you are, if you are tired, just go home. You know, we, are, we release you. Just walk out of class anytime you are tired. And he said, if I do that, I would have failed. If I, if I do that once, I will keep doing it and I will lose the healing. I'm, my point is this. It was not a matter of chance. It was deliberate faith in the word of God. Stop doing this chance thing. Stop it. Learn how faith produces. Grow your faith by, 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 by practical application. You will not get well one day. You may never get well. You will not just get well one day. You may never get well like that. Yes. If your faith will one day walk, as in, not even faith, you just feel like one day, Sha, God will just, you know, randomly heal me, Sha. You may never get well. So, I always remember this person that got healed in church without us praying for healing. We just laid hands for impartation. And the sense of many years jumped out. Doesn't know it's happened like that. You can't bank on that one. Do you get my point here? You can't bank that one day. Power will just be available, you know, by God's special move, and you'll be well. No. What you can bank on is growing and applying your faith. Glory to Jesus. All right? So what is faith? Hebrews 1.1, 1, 1. what is faith? Hebrews 1.1. 1, 1. Hebrews 11.1, 1. no vex. Hebrews 11.1. 1. Hallelujah. 11.1. 1. Okay, want to go. Now, faith is confidence in what we hope for and what assurance about what we do not see. Faith is confidence in what we hope for. So faith is not hope. Yeah. Faith is what? Confidence in what we hope for. You know, hope is to go better. Mm. So faith is not hope. Faith is confident assurance. Faith is confident that what we hope for is finally ours. It's been assured of what we do not see. So we must go from hope to faith. Hallelujah. We must go from hope to faith. Hope gives us hope. Amen. That yes, it is possible. Amen. It's possible, but you know, if it be, I hope it happens. So people say, let us pray and hope. Bad prayer. If you pray and hope, the prayer is not going to work. Someone is sick and saying, let us pray and hope. No, that's, that's chaos. Hallelujah. God never told anybody in Scripture, your hope has made you well. Have you seen it before in Scripture? Your hope has made you well. No, your faith. Your faith has made you well. So you must go from hope to faith. So for example, like this example, that you know, you need... Five million. You do? I do too. All right. And you have a rich man in your village that gives anybody that comes to him five million. Well, that gives people five million. You know that the man has the five million to give. So, but you feel like, you know, he gives, you know, and you tell yourself, okay, I hope that, you know, when I get to him, he will give me five million. The hope is good, right? Because the hope takes you to him. All right? When, when I meet man, he now tells you, ah, it's my will to give you five million. You know, it's, it's, it's coming, it's not the past hope, small, small. And that gives you a check of five million. It's no longer hope. You know, when you get to the bank and give them five M, five M check, it will give you five million in your account, right? So the faith is the check that you took from the man to the bank. Do you understand? Faith is an assurance. It's confident, knowing that I have what I have prayed for. Did we get that? So what works is not the hope. 
the hope makes us pray, makes us decree, makes us speak, all right? But that is not the end of it. We must actually do this, the praying, the praying the word, the speaking the word, and knowing that what I've said I have, that is the faith. So I cannot hope for healing. People can die hoping for healing. People have died hoping for healing. And while there was, ah, his home, you know, in, in, there is still the, it could have stayed longer. Hallelujah. So we must go from hope to faith. Glory to Jesus. So faith is not wishful thinking. Faith is not wishful thinking. You know, you just wish that you will get your one million dollars per month job. You just... We all have those kind of wishes, right? That's, faith is not a wish. Faith is deliberate. Faith is conscious. Faith is, is a knowing, not a wishing. It's a knowing. So, if I want that kind of job, I would go in prayer with the word that God, you said so and so and so and so. While praying, I got to the point where, where, I, where I know that, yes, this thing is done. Then I've moved from hoping for it, wishing for it, to faith for it. Am I communicating? Glory to Jesus. Faith is not wishful thinking. It's not, not, not open for the best. You know, faith is more than that. Faith is conscious, it's active, it is deliberate. People can wish and not speak. People can hope and not speak. But people that, that are in faith, they must speak. Faith must have a voice. Faith must have a voice. Glory to Jesus. Mark is 1 to 5. Mark 6, 1 to 5. Okay. Let's do an KJV. You now change to an IV. Are you angry with me? Okay, fine. Once to go. Then he went out from there and came to his own country. And his disciples followed him. Verse 2. And when the Sabbath had come, began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, where did this man get these things? Look at this. Oh. And what wisdom is this which is given to him? That such mighty works are performed by his hands. Verse 3. Is this not the carpenter's, <laughs> not, not the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon? And are we here yeah, with us? So they were offended at him. Verse 4. Jesus said to them, a prophet is not without honor, except in his own country, issues, among his own relatives, and in his own house. Verse 5. Now, he could do no mighty work there, except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them. Now, he didn't say he would not do. He says he could not do. Some people say God can do anything. That if God wills it, it will happen. People even pray, and they think they are praying righteously. That if it's God's will for me, I'll be well. They will never be well. It's not your cause. It's the truth. If it is God's will, I will get so and so. If it is God's will, I will... No. God can't just do anything. God operates with our faith. God doesn't do magic. Miracle is not magic. Magic can happen with or without faith. <laughs> but miracles are based on the faith of the receiver. Hallelujah. So God's plans for you can be stuck without faith. And for many people, God's plans for them is stuck because, because they, they don't use their faith. People think he's being cute when they say, my God, you know, God will just do anything he wants to do. You know, it's cute. It feels, people say, oh, glory, hallelujah, God will do what he wills. It's a lie. We know that God wants everybody to be saved. 
but who has he forced to be saved? Help me now. Hallelujah. So God operates with our faith. So God can be stuck in his will in people's lives. Why? They have not learned to use and grow their faith. So even God is begging you, please, you are begging him, God, do. Tell him, you, grow your faith. He's, you are praying, he's praying back to you. Wait, Bori, this faith, grow it. God, please, you too, please. God, when? When your faith grows. God, it's a problem, right? And it's, it's funny and unfunny at the same time. People are there waiting on God while God is waiting on them. And they think that one day, God will do it. He will not do it. He's waiting for them to grow their faith and with their faith get it done. It is why this issue of faith is so important. This issue of study is so important. You cannot just do this casually because one day it will cost you. One day the cost will come. And as you grow older, it becomes much more important. Your body will need your faith. You know, Abby? Your children will need your faith. You have children. You will need your faith. Finance too, you need your faith. Amen. So, it's no wisdom to begin to grow it now while the, 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 the stake is still low. Glory to Jesus. God, Jesus Christ, was filled with the Spirit of God, fully anointed. This same man in another city opened blind eyes. The lame walked. Bones grew. Fed, you know, turned water to wine. Fed five thousand with five loaves and two fishes. But suddenly, in the particular city, he could not do any. He could not do. Meaning, he tried. It did not work. He could not do. He could not do. Not that he didn't want to do. He wanted to, but he could not. What, what could he do there? Heal a few sickly folk, like headache, fever. But the big things, no faith to get it done there. Yeah, so their lack of faith repelled the anointing. Glory to Jesus. So what God wants to do in your life is based on your faith, not on his own will. His will is clear. Will your faith catch up with his will? Jesus could dare do the mighty work because of their unbelief. So doubt can rob us of the best of God. Doubt robs us of the best of God. Mark 6, 45-52. Mark 6, 45-52. Sorry, go to Matthew 14 instead. Matthew 14 instead. Same thing, but Matthew 14. Matthew 14 from 22. Are we there? Okay, once we go, immediately made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. He went up on the mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone. And the boat was already... Okay, continue. Because the wind was against it. Okay, let's go on. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. 26. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It is a ghost, they said. Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. This man says this everywhere. Even when things are, are rightly scary. Even when common sense says that, in this case, common sense says they are free. So, so wait, 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 wait. The wind is boisterous. We are, doing, we, are, we are on the boat. It's not even our modern day ship. It's those days kind of boats. And the wind is now, uh, we now saw you. We saw somebody. We don't know it is you. Walking towards us on water. The wind is shaking too. So of course it's a ghost. No, no, guys now. Of course. It's one making the wind to be shaking. You know, you know. <laughs> it's like film now. 
<laughs> right? But it says the same thing everywhere. Take courage. Meaning that, no matter what, no matter what you face in your life, it's the same thing will tell you. Take courage. Don't be afraid. Every time he says the same thing. Take courage. Don't be afraid. Meaning that God will never say, will never excuse your fear. God will never excuse your fear as legit. So even when mere men should be rightly afraid, it doesn't tell you a yeah for your fear. And that will be the difference between life and death. All right? 28. Lord, sure guy, if it is you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Audacity, man. That's bold. If it is you, it shows the, the art of Christ for we his disciples. This, 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 this idea of Christ, that what he did, we do also. That's the point here. Peter knew why Peter could tell him that if it is you, just tell me to come. If you tell me to come, there'll be power enough to get me to come. Hallelujah. 29. Come. Walk. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came. He actually walked. He actually walked on water. I was moving towards Jesus. All right? 30. But when he saw the wind, aha, he was afraid and beginning to sing, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, he got that big. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Immediately, he just reached out his hand, look at this, and caught him. You of little faith, he said. Why? Did you doubt? This guy was walking on water. And he now basically just turned. You know how it is when you're on skyscraper and you look out of the window? <laughs> so he basically just turned and saw the wind. And remembered, I'm on water. And he began to sink. Christ did not tell him it's true, you should be afraid. He said, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? Meaning that if he did not doubt, he would have walked the length to Jesus. And our gospel for him was to walk the length to Jesus. Not to get him to time crying, Help me, help me, help. Hallelujah. But while his eyes were on the word, come. And on Jesus, he walked on water. But when he took his eye off the word, and the one that called him, and looked at the wind, he began to sink. So many times we sink or float by what we are looking at. We sink or float by what we are looking at. If my eyes are on Jesus and his word, I will float. It says, for we walk by faith and not by sight. If I walk by what my eyes see, what my body feels, I will sink. As long eyes were on Jesus, it would walk. It walked. Many times people begin to get well. Like Peter began to walk on water. They begin to get well. They now feel a symptom. They now say it did not work. So, like Peter, they begin to drown. Many times, illness begins, but it doesn't get consummated because people begin to look at their bodies instead of looking at the word. You know, I'm not ill because I feel ill. I'm not ill because I feel ill. We walk by faith and not by sight. I am healed because the Bible says by his stripes I am healed. So if I take my eyes off the word and on my body, I don't get well. Many times people get well again and symptoms return. It's, it's biblical. That's when, you know, 
Matthew, I think it's in Matthew 11, Matthew 13, Matthew 11. That, you know, Luke 11, yeah, Luke 11. That when a demon leaves a, 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 a vessel, what does it do? It comes up with worse demons to see if there is space. So it means that many times, people can have fresh thoughts returned after they've been healed. So meaning, if their eyes are on their body to know they are well, they will not be well. It will return. Hallelujah. So faith is not checking my body to know how I am. I am what the word says I am. We walk by faith and not by sight. That robs off, robs us of the best of God. It's not interesting that the wind high or low, the word of God there was the same word, come. It did not matter what the wind said. So that things change doesn't change God's word. God says the same thing in our situation. Don't be afraid, desire. Hallelujah. You know when things are people are meet God, God, what are you saying? God is like what, what I said before. It's what I'm still saying now. I have not changed my word because things changed. Glory to Jesus. God's word. Would not, so we use God's word to change the issues. We don't change the word by the issues. People now say, sometimes God heals, sometimes he doesn't. See what they're doing? Trying to change the word by circumstances. Glory to Jesus. Mark 4. Mark 4.35-41. Peter could have walked on water. And we'll see in scripture today that God... Christ told Peter, come. And Peter walked all through on water. That was God's plan for him. The plan was not that he walk a bit and begin to drown. And be crying, help me, help me, help me. You know, <laughs> you know, if Christ was not there, he would have drowned. Alright? And Christ told him, all you of little faith, why did you drown? So meaning that, why did you doubt? Meaning that little faith got him so far. Great faith has taken him from here to there. I get my point here. So little faith can take you so far and get you stuck. Great faith will get you down the lane. It's not because for you to, to, to ask to every time, be calling for help. Now, why you are growing in faith is, is not bad. But it's not God's plan for you that you keep having to call for help. Jesus, help me. You know, in this case, now, Pastor, Pastor, help, help. Okay? God's plan for you is to get from here to there on your own faith. On your faith. On your faith. On your faith. So you should grow your faith to get from here to there. Hallelujah. Where am I at 45? Want to go? That day, when evening came, said to the disciples, let us go over to the other side. 36. Leaving the crowd behind, he took him along. So as he was in a boat, there were also other boats with him. 37. A furious squirrel came up, and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Look at this. 38. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. Disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down, and it was completely calm. Verse 40, said to the disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? Finish. They were terrified and asked each other. They didn't, they didn't get it. They didn't, this is how you know they did not get it. This is how you know they did not get it. They said, who is this? Even the waves, the wind and the waves obey him. For the two? Okay. In another, in another part, where, where Matthew said the same story, Matthew said they, they worshipped when this happened. But they did not get the idea. When he told them, why are you still so afraid? Do you still have no faith? Was, was telling them that what I did, you should have done. They didn't get it. They, 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 they worshipped. They did not get it. I was telling them, 
you should have done this. I give you power and authority. You should have issued the command of faith. You should have done this. But if you look at this, again, there was a furious, um, furious wind and the boat was sinking. Common sense says, in this case, be very afraid. The word of God is always the same. Oh, you of little faith, why are you afraid? So it doesn't matter what the, what the issue is. To, to us, the word of God is the same thing. Do not be afraid. That faith is not fear. Where there is fear, there is no faith. Hallelujah. Here's my point here. So God expects us in every issue, the same solution. Don't be afraid. Use your faith. Don't be afraid. Use your faith. Don't be afraid. Issue, 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 issue. A command of faith. Hallelujah. In all issues, the same answer. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't so God will never excuse your fear. God will never excuse your doubt. He got up, rebuked the wind, and there was a great calm. God expects you to use your faith to control stuff, to calm the storms in your life. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. So, people can suffer loss because they wait for a bailout. They need for someone to build, build out their faith. Like Peter did help me, looking for bailouts. People have died waiting for bailouts. People so far are waiting for one day to happen. God's plan for us is to grow our faith and get results. So don't wait for someone to use their faith for you. Grow your faith. You might be dead now, but don't, don't get comfortable there. Don't get comfortable always needing to call somebody. It's not, no, again, there are stages of growth. It's not, it's not a crime that you are there, but it's a crime to stay there. How will you know? Keep growing. Keep deliberately feeding and practicing your faith. Everybody feels one kind. Issue the word. Speak to your body. Speak to your body boldly. Watch your confessions. The man of faith got his tongue. People say like, ah, me every time, every time, you're at it in. Please stop it. Stop it. What are you doing? We are, we are firming ratted in your life. You keep buying it. You do not get that. See, when your faith begins to grow, to affect your tongue, there's no way to affect how you talk. It must affect how you talk. You know why? Faith works by speaking. So you know that there's power in my words. You stop speaking anyhow. It's, it's just what it is. So if you can, stay, can talk anyhow, it's a sign that your faith is not growing. If you can say anything or talk anyhow, is a sign that your faith, you know, like a child, children say anything. Exactly. Children, you know, you're still a child in faith. Hallelujah. All right? God expects us to use our faith. People wait for God's sovereign action. That one day God just sovereignly heal me. No. Use your faith. Grow your faith. Use your faith. In John 9, the man was there at the pool of Bethsaida, 38 years. Hoping that one day, Enter the water and get well. People can wait for so long and never get well. Some die never getting well. God's plan for you is not to wait and to wait and to wait and to wait. His plan for you is to grow your faith and use your faith to get results. Amen. Deuteronomy 24. Deuteronomy 2 24. When we read Mark, uh, Mark 4, Christ told them, we should go to the other side. He told them, let us go to the other side, okay? So he told them, he led them where to go to. But even with the leading, there was still a storm. Didn't get that. Even with the leading, that Christ told them, let's go. And even that he was still with them in the storm, there was still a storm. So God can say, let's go, and things will still arise. That you'll use your faith to stop. Meaning, if you don't, you'll never get there. God can lead people where they never get to. Do you understand that God gave you the plan doesn't mean to work. You have to use your faith to make the plan to work. So there is no, it's God's spirit. No, it doesn't work that way. You will make the will of God happen in your life by your faith. If it is God to work, it might not work. My people say if it is God, it, it might not work. You 
will grow your faith to make sure you get where God is taking you. On the screen. Want to go? Set out now and cross the Anon Judge. See, I have given into see, oh, see, I have given into your hand Sion the Amorite, the king of Eshbon and his country. Look at this. Begin to take possession of it and engage him in battle. I have given you but you only get by engaging. The things yours in Christ won't fall on your head, like, you know, like, like, like ripe purple, you know? It won't fall on your head. You have to get it. You lambano, you lay hold of it. Are you getting me this morning? So there are things yours that you, you experience only by growing your faith and using your faith. So yes, by trust we are healed. Fantastic. But we must grow our faith to lay hold of the healing already us. Do you understand? So your life is at the mercy of your faith growing. At the mercy of you growing and using your faith. Glory to Jesus. Romans 14, 16, 22. So, Romans 4, Romans 4. 16 to 22. Look at this. Therefore, look at this. The promise comes by what? Comes by. Is it just dash? Is it just, you know, apples anyhow? anyhow just, it just apples, shah? No. The promise comes by faith. So that may be what? By grace and be guaranteed to all Abraham's offspring. Let's go on. Are you angry? 16. Yeah. But those who have the faith of Abraham and the father of us all. Look at it, 17. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. He is our father in the sight of God, in whom he believed. The God who glad to the dead and caused into being things that were not as though they are. Against all hope. Look at this. Though. Abraham in hope believed, and so he became. So if he did not believe, even though God, God told him, I've been father of, of, of many nations. Even though God had made him, God had given him, he had to believe to become. Do you understand? God had given him, God had said it. He had to believe before becoming. That if he did not believe, he would never become. Even though God said it, God willed it. It is believing that made him become. So God is stuck in your life or free in your life. By your faith. By your faith. So all those like the red, you know, God said, I will kill you, kill you. Fantastic, right? You must grow your faith to match the promise. You must grow your faith to match the promise. Hallelujah. So this is our life with God. It is now, it's now mostly up to us. God's path will never fail. Whether it happens or not, it's now up to me. What will my faith produce? What Will my faith produce? What will my faith produce? Big dreams requires big faith. Requires ever increasing faith, ever growing faith. Ever growing faith. Ever growing faith. A degree of faith. The word. Doing the word. Practicing the word. Speaking. Practice your faith by speaking. Don't just merely cry and wait. Speak. Your body aches. Speak. Glory to Jesus. Come in after this morning. Come in after. I commit myself to growing my faith. You are, praying, you are telling yourself, you are committing yourself. So you are telling yourself, okay? Yes. I will apply myself to grow my faith. I apply myself to grow my faith. Are we praying the word this morning? I apply myself to grow in the word, to practice, to use my faith, to grow my faith muscles by using it, by feeding on the word and by using it. I won't just wait for this to happen. I will use my faith. I don't just merely wait and hope for the best. Or pray that one day, one day, one day, one day, one day. No, no, no. I grow my faith to get results.
have learned now that God won't just do. That God operates with my faith. Pray some more, guys. I apply myself to the word. The word is faith food. The word is faith food. I apply myself to the word. If I are speaking some more. I speak it better. I speak it stronger. I don't wait and hope for the best. I grow my faith on the word. I don't merely wait and hope for change. I grow my faith, use my faith for the change I desire. Now, man that is strong in faith is strong indeed. Little faith, little results. Great faith, great results. Little faith, little results. Great faith, great results. For my big dream's sake, I, I, I commit myself to growing my faith. I apply myself to study, to prayerful study. I apply myself to speaking the right things. Speak some more. 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 Great faith, great results. 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 Thank you, Father. Many times, many times, healing and things you are faithful happens instantaneously. Yes. Sometimes, it takes a few minutes, sometimes a few hours, and sometimes days. What faith does is to stand on the word. So faith people will keep speaking, keep speaking. By his stripes, I am healed. So body, you are healed. Even when the body feels like, or more, like getting worse. Alright? But the man of faith insists on the word. I am healed. I am healed. I am healed. Some people have some people go as far as they go all night on the word. They're like, I will not give up. Say, this body you incorporate, and by morning they are strong and sharp. Hallelujah. This is my point. You never give up on the word. You stand strong. Even when it looks slow, you stand. Don't now say it's not going to happen. You sport little feet. Great faith will get you over the line. Hallelujah. So you stand on the word. This is when I had symptoms for days. By stripes, I am healed. By stripes, I will stay there. When I sleep, huh? by stripes, I am healed. Huh? By stripes, and it always works. It always works. Sometimes, many, sometimes, days, but it always works. It always works. So practice faith. Practice faith. Father, this morning we thank you for your word. We grow in these things. We grow in these things. We apply ourselves to the word. We apply ourselves to speaking, doing, and living your word in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We give you the praise. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen.
We hope you are blessed by that sermon, Chance to Growth and Global Impact. Feel free to contact us via our social media platform at This Green Church. And do join us every Sunday by 9 a.m. and Wednesday by 6 p.m. to be a part of our family. Remember, you are that Savior. You are light and life to your world.